This is your happy host, Modesty, and I'm ready for another week of the Talk That Talk Weekly Podcast, sponsored by the Celebrity Spotlight Live Talk Show. I'll be right back in a moment. Welcome, everyone, to another week of the Talk That Talk Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's been very exciting, and I must say so myself, uh, such a joy to bring to you the Talk That Talk Weekly Podcast. I'm having a great time, and I hope that you are as well, and that the content presented has in some fashion or another inspired, motivated, informed, or empowered you. And with that thought in mind, I would like to ask a very small favor to those of you listening, and it is to share uh, the podcast by way of the YouTube link with anyone that you believe will be blessed by it. I would greatly appreciate that, and I would also like to extend an invitation to you to send any of your comments or to share your remarks, if you would like to do so, regarding the show, send it to me directly at uh, CelebritySpotlightLive at gmail.com. That email address again to forward your comments or remarks about the show is CelebritySpotlightLive at gmail.com and if time permits I might be able to give you a shout out on the podcast and read your comments as well so thank you in advance and I look forward to hearing from you Pardon me. Every week um, I share a quote or a scripture because words have meaning. They can add to a person's day or life or take away from a person's day or life. I personally choose to add to a person's day or life. So the quote of the week says, don't talk, act, don't say, show. Don't promise, prove. This quote is credited to none other than Sean Diddy Combs, a.k.a. Diddy. Diddy is a music icon and legend. He's a super producer, a business mogul, an entrepreneur, and a renowned philanthropist. What Diddy is practically and simply saying is let your actions speak louder than your words. Instead of saying what you're going to do, do it and show it so that others can see that you're not just a talker, but you are a doer as well. And don't just make uh, empty promises. But uh, prove, come through on your promises by being a man or a woman of your word. What you promised, make it happen. Bring it to pass because you have the power to act, to show, and to prove. So thank you, Diddy, for that simple yet significant quote. I appreciate those of you who listen to the Talk That Talk podcast and like to exhibit that appreciation by sending weekly shout outs and mentions. So at this time, I want to send a very special shout out to any retirees or retirees to be for 2018 that are listening to the podcast today. 
Congratulations to all of you. May you enjoy your retirement to the fullest by doing what you want, going where you want to go, when you want to go, and staying as long as you want to stay. How about that? <laughs> you deserve all the happiness in the world for the many years of hard work and service that you that you've contributed to your employer and your career. Wishing you all the best from the Talk That Talk podcast. And to the graduating class of 2018, we have not forgotten about you. You made it. You did it. Congratulations to all of you. All the best for a magnificent summer and the remainder of the year. Now, if you're relocating out of the state or country, which is a major transition, or moving into a new home, a new co-op, a condo, townhouse, or residence, congratulations to you, too. Enjoy your new surroundings. Enjoy your new environment and your new residence to the max. I wish you much happiness, peace, and joy. Tell me something good is a part of the podcast that will turn the spotlight on great people, great news, and their achievements and journeys from children to adults. So I'm going to tell you something good. It's not just good, but it's awesome, amazing, and quite adorable. You'll see. I would like to introduce you to uh, Tyler Stallings, who is an incredible child with a huge heart and a loving, caring attitude. <coughs> Pardon? He's a six-year-old kidpreneur. That's right. Tyler Stallings is a six-year-old kid entrepreneur. He's an author, a CEO and founder, along with his mother, Andrea Blackstone of Kid Time Enterprises, LLC. And he has been in business for two years since 2016. His mother, whom I applaud and give an ovation to, believes that children should be more than just consumers, and I totally agree with that. They should be educated on how to become producers, especially when they've reached the age or the level of understanding the principles of finance and what that entails. <clears throat> This little six-year-old CEO has authored a book for children where he is the superhero and the main character. Now, as the superhero, he has the ability to travel all over the world at night to learn different things from different countries that will give them the inspiration to dream and to dream big. He also has a t-shirt line that says, Kid C. Oh, he's amazing. He loves to read and has put forth an effort to inspire kids to read as well. Tyler, along with the help of generous book donors, has established a 1,000 book giveaway campaign. And thus far, he has given away more than 5,000 free books to children. He also has uh, hosted uh, reading parties for kids in low-income areas that will motivate them to establish a reading habit in their homes and on their own. And he has stocked several businesses, namely barbershops and salons, beauty salons, so that customers who bring their children along with them while they're being serviced will have something to keep their children occupied with by reading a book or two. That is a brilliant idea. 
And there's more. Tyler's love and passion to help veterans is astounding. I had the privilege of conducting a promotional interview with him and his mother last year and I was excited and overwhelmed with joy to have been given uh, the opportunity to do so. Tyler has made it uh, one of his missions in life uh, to help veterans that are homeless, uh, handicapped, and financially unable to provide some of life's necessities for themselves. How has he done this? Well, he has prepared and he prepares and distributes care packages and get this hero bags for homeless veterans. What an amazing child. The care packages and hero bags consist of uh, t-shirts and clothing, socks, shoes, toothbrushes, food, snacks, and other uh, needful products. Not only that, but Tyler offers inspirational products for veterans as well in the form of baseball hats and t-shirts that say boldly, veterans rock. And yes, they do, Tyler. Veterans do rock. Kid Time Enterprises LLC uh, is such an amazing business. Tyler has been interviewed by talk shows, magazines, and news articles have been written about him as well. God has blessed Tyler and the co-founder, his mother, tremendously. His good works and his achievements caught the attention of one of the most popular and uh, viewed television shows for kids, Little Big Shots, hosted by the one and only Steve Harvey. Tyler appeared on Little Big Shots um, a few months ago. This was a major platform for him and without question, I want you to know he aced the opportunity to show the world what he and Kid Time Enterprises LLC is all about. So feel free to visit his website at www.kidtimeenterprises.com. Dot com. Again, his website address is www.kidtimeenterprises.com. Monetary donations as well as other donations are welcome, and his products are available on the website for purchase as well. <coughs> Pardon me. So on behalf of the Talk That Talk podcast, I say bravo to Tyler Stallings and to Andrea Blackstone and wish them continued success for Kid Time Enterprises, LLC. Now on to the Talk That Talk podcast topic for this week. And the topic is forever, quote, marriage and the waiting room quote, singleness and singlehood. Uh, the topic will be conducted in two parts, part one this week and then part two next week. I am proud and uh, thankful to God to be able to say that there are relatives in my family, some of which, some of whom have been married uh, 30 years plus, 40 years plus, and even longer than that. Um, I have an uncle and his wife that have been married for more than 53 years. Now, the society as a whole, uh, the etiquette and the entire mindset about love, relationships, and marriage, 50, 60, and 70 uh, years plus, 70 plus years ago was very different uh, in comparison to the way society is today. 
Of course, there were no uh, cell phones or video games, cable television, 24-hour television programs, or anything of that nature uh, like there are today. Today, you can cut off the television, your laptop, your tablet, or even your phone because technology today has given us the ability to watch television and movies from the palm of our hands. You can cut it off and then cut it back on hours later, and then you'll find tons of movies and music videos news and more that you can entertain yourself with um, everyone did not have a car and generations ago travel by foot bike or a bus was not looked down upon but it was very common okay uh, parents and grandparents were very strong proponents of uh, what we call today dating they called it something else they believed that marriage should come before the baby carriage. Now, things didn't always uh, work out that way, but that's what they believed. When a man and a woman met and liked one another uh, years ago in the past and started seeing each other on a frequent basis, it wasn't referred to as dating. Uh, it's a term that is not used um, as much nowadays, but it was called a courtship because there was an intention behind it and it was to reach the level of exclusivity between two people and two people only and when things became very serious engagement and then marriage would come into play this is considered uh, old-fashioned or old-school by today's uh, societal terms but nevertheless uh, old-school dating slash courtship consisted of several things there was no such thing as let's hang out or let's hang or meet me over here or there, but uh, you was asked out to go. You was asked out to go on a date. Okay, uh, the gentleman would pick you up at the house so that your mother and father could see who it was you was entertaining. If you were still living at home, that is. And by the way, that was also very common back in those days. My parents uh, did not believe in, quote, moving out of the house, end quote, on your own as a single woman. But they were adherents and advocates of, quote, again, marrying out of the house, end quote, into your own house with your new husband. That's what they believed. I recall on one occasion when my mother and father were living that I had been working and saving my money and uh, one of my long time long time female friends and I wanted to be grown nurse so to speak and we wanted to be on our own she wanted to have her place and I wanted to have my own place so before we reached that level we wanted to save money so we were going to become a roommates you know what the song says God bless the child that's got its own it's something about having your own and uh, being independent that was like a dream come true for us back then it's also like an unspoken rites of passage for becoming a grown woman or a man now I asked my mother and my mother said no to me about 100 times okay and I was over 21 years old while living with her and my dad I respected her to the uttermost. I respected my dad too. Now I could have done it anyway and still moved out, but not having my father or mother's blessing to move out was like setting myself up for failure or to be cursed. That was my mindset and that's how I was thinking. So I prayed and I prayed about it for a long time and eventually she changed her mind and guess what? 
I decided after all of that going back and forth that I didn't want to move out after all so even now it uh, when I think about it it makes me laugh in addition uh, the man when he would take out his date for the first time he would bring a small bouquet of flowers as a first time gift for her out of courtesy uh, both of them were dressed up to the nines and would plan days ahead what they were going to wear uh, just like some of us do today um, when we when we know we're going on a first time date especially and it increased the anticipation for the date as you begin to plan uh, what kind of makeup you was going to wear how you was going to fix your hair you know what you was what if you were going to wear pearls or etc so the man would open and close doors for his date they still do that today some of them and if the man ran into one of his friends while on the date he would automatically introduce the young lady that he was dating uh, to his friends even if it was the very first date that was called back then respect now today it's a totally different story you might get introduced uh, to your dates friend uh, months down the line uh, or you may not get introduced to them at all because things are totally different in our society today and also now this is important there was no physical activity or sexual engagement I'll repeat that again uh, there was no physical activity or sexual engagement uh, the man and the woman gave one another uh, their undivided attention especially when they were out and about um, sidebar there were no cell phone or email checks every 10 or 15 minutes like there is today ladies and I'm sure it becomes very frustrating when you're out with someone and you're dining and having a great time and every few minutes they're checking their cell phone nevertheless uh, in those days uh, letters uh, were very common and uh, mails ex uh, letters were sent in the mail rather expressing love and endearment especially if you were in a long-term um, relationship or courtship and the man was in the uh, armed forces and last but certainly not least you left the first date knowing whether or not you would or wouldn't be seeing that person again and if you both decided that you wanted to see one another again then that's exactly what happened but if you decided we had a great time you enjoyed one another's company and you don't want to take it any further that's what you uh, you made it known to one another no one played games or toyed with your emotions um, you were honest with one another and very straightforward well, as good as it is, oh, and I hate to wrap it up, but it's time for me to say, see ya. <laughs> I'm so glad we had this time together, but I must wrap up the podcast at this time. Next week, I will cover uh, part two of the topic, uh, Forever and the Waiting Room. Now, if you would like to book me uh, or inquire about booking me as a host, a keynote speaker for a brunch, a luncheon, a women's enrichment, women's empowerment session, or a women's panel, call 646-515-4375 or email me at celebritiespotlightlive at gmail.com. I also conduct 15 and 30 minute promotional interviews for new business professionals, entrepreneurs, entertainment professionals, authors, ministers, and other professionals on another platform. For details about that, visit www.cslTalkShow.com. Again, I welcome your feedback. Feel free to share your comments or remarks about the podcast by shooting me a quick email at celebritiespotlightlive at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me today and thank you for listening. And remember, although it's good to be important, 
it's more important to be good. Have a lovely week, everyone.